We have a special guest. Last week, I was able to attend Texans minicamp covering the Texans. And one thing stood out. Everyone out there that's followed my story, you know, I'm, I'm a little from the struggle myself. And I always try to push dreams and, and things that people say cliche, but it, it depends who it comes from. I've tried to say that I've come from humble beginnings and I'm chasing a dream. And whenever I heard Texans wide receiver, listen to the ring of that Texans wide receiver, Floyd Allen, give his story after minicamp. The press asked him many questions. I had heard about your story, Floyd, and I said I wanted to know more. And whenever I heard the words coming out of your mouth, I felt it. I think I'm a good judge of character whenever you know you hear someone and you say, man, he's just up there just spitting some words for the media. Or that guy right there, he's humble. He's everything that I, that I love. And I reached out to Floyd Allen and I said, hey, man, I have to have you on this show. The Moneyline people need you, the listeners of ESPN 97.5. So without further ado, Floyd Allen, wide receiver from the Houston Texans. That sounds great, doesn't it? Uh, it's a blessing. Uh, just the fact that, you know, I had the opportunity you know, to be a Texan. It's always a dream come true. Knowing where I came from, is it's almost surreal. Uh, every day I wake up and I walk through the facility, I just have one of those moments where I'm like, man, this is real. Like, this is not a dream. Like, you know, sometimes, like, you know, I have to pinch myself to realize, like, and this is no joke. Like, you know, I'm in the NFL. So you're a Houston native, right? You went to Nimitz? Yes, sir, Nimitz High School. So let's start there. What was that like? Uh, Nimitz High School was uh, one of the uh, lower city uh, High schools, we didn't have too much money, but we just had a lot of great athletes. So, you know, I had teammates like Jonathan Banks, uh, Martinez here, Daryl Stewart, Lonnie Strambler, you know, a lot of good athletes. You know, we just weren't just the best team collectively, but, you know, as athletes themselves, you know, we just you know did what we could. So as a high school athlete, once you're about to graduate, did you have – how did you know that you were ready to play on the next level? I knew I had, you know, the talent to uh, play at the next level – uh, just, you know, reached, you know, one of those unfortunate events where, you know, I tore my ACL. So I knew the next level was possible, but, you know, I just knew I had to go through a couple steps before, you know, I could get to the highest you know, level that I wanted to. We have Floyd Allen on in studio right now, 713-780-3776, if you want to ask any questions. Now, your stories made national headlines for the reason that they say anything can happen. Dreams are possible because – Floyd Allen was homeless. Tell the people a little bit about that. Uh, again, I was, you know, I was homeless for like two to three weeks. You know, I was transitioning from one junior college to another. And, you know, at the time, you know, I was just sleeping in my car. And, you know, that was probably one of the toughest times that, you know, I've had to deal with in my life just because, you know, I get so wrapped up in, you know, chasing this dream that, you know, sometimes, you know, you wake up and you kind of question, you know, how much do you really want it? And it's funny, I always, you know, pray that night, you know, if God woke me up the next morning, then, you know, that means that's an opportunity for me to chase my dreams. And, you know, to this day, you know, my light's still shining. So, you know, I'm just happy to be here, happy to have the chance to chase this dream. And now that it's a reality, you know, I'm just trying to make the best of every opportunity. You know, being in, in sports media and in radio, it's a competitive uh, it's a competitive environment. I couldn't um, begin to imagine what it is chasing the dream to go to the NFL. And I guess I know that you were you you had that injury. You and I've heard that you had to work at McDonald's for a while. And how hard is it to not stop chasing the dream and say, "Hey, I'm just not going to be able to play football." And I know you said your parents were a big, big 
support system for you. Tell me a little bit more about that. Today being Father's Day, it's a special day. Yeah, uh, my pops, who uh, is my stepdad, but he's been in my life my whole life, and he's part of the reason, you know, why that, you know, and yeah, shout out to you, pops, man. Happy Father's Day. But um, yeah, he's part of the. He's a big part of the reason why I am the way I am today. Uh, like for a lot of people, they. They asked, you know, how come you never told your parents, you know, that you were homeless when I was in California? And I guess for me, like, I knew how hard my pops worked, you know, to help, you know, support me and my sister and my mom. And I knew the strength that he he always showed me. And, you know, I just wanted to, you know, portray that same strength. You know, I just I knew bad time. I knew I was in a bad time, but, you know, bad times never last forever. So that was just my whole mindset. You know, he's done so much for us. So in my head, I was like, you know, if Pops can make it through, you know, any situation, you know, why not, you know, show show him that, you know, all the stuff that he's taught you, you know, has, has worked. And for the most part, you know, it has, you know. Again, I had my moments when, you know, I was struggling where, you know, I broke down crying, you know. I, Because, I, you know, it, I've always, you know, had a tough persona. You know, I've always been tough. But, you know, there's those moments where, you know, you got to break down and cry. You got to break down and, you know, you got you to gotta let those emotions out. But at the same time, you know. You know, like, again, bad times don't last forever. And that's why I wanted to have you in studio, man. Whenever I reached out, I made it real. I did it in some non-business, like I told you. I'm from that struggle, man, and you stuck out, and I'm always going to be in your corner no matter where you go now. And that's why we wanted to bring you here on Moneyline so you guys can hear this story. And like I said, it's a special day. I know you talked about your parents so much, so whenever you reached out, reached back to me, uh, I really appreciated that. So let's get into Ole Miss. What was... People out there, uh, if you don't know, the NWO, Nasty Wideouts. That's what the old Miss guys are known as. What is was it like playing with, let's say, a DK Metcalf? Um, well, when I first came in, uh, we had guys like Trey Nixon, uh, DK, AJ, Lodge, uh, Braylon Sanders, um, uh, Van Jefferson. So I remember when I first, you know, got – before I even stepped on campus, you know, I – you know, I want to see who my teammates are. So, you know, I Googled everybody, and I kid you not, nobody in that room was under a three-star. Wow. Nobody <laughs> under that room was a three-star. Everybody was a, either highly touted or just a freak athlete. And initially it was a little nerve-wracking because, you know, me being a uh, no-star athlete who's been to walk on to the best receiver corner in the country, it, it was a little nerve-wracking. But, again, my pops, like, again, he, he's instilled in me, like, competition is everything, Yeah, you know. I've always, I've always been a big fan of you know I want everybody to be at their best because I want to test you against my best. I want to see why I stack up against the best. And when I first got in there, like I said, a little nerve wracking. Then once I got in there, I realized like, man, these guys are special. But you know, I'm here. Like you know, Coach Pillar, you know, he brought me in because he's seen that I was special as well. So my whole goal every day was just to show these guys like, hey, man, you're you're just as special as they are. So it was. It, it was a blessing. Uh, I remember I, I use this uh, this analogy all the time. Like, man, that's a room full of sharks. <laughs> NWO is a room full of sharks. If you go in there and you you act like a goldfish, you're gonna be seen as a goldfish. Sure. So that was my like. They taught me a lot about just you know competition and just you know always rising to you know the next level and always getting better and better. So that's probably. So you got to think that experience probably helped you, right? When 
you made the transition to walking in the Texans locker room, right? Mm-hmm. And you got Hopkins in there and Will Fuller. It's kind of the same kind of transition over again, right? Like there are some dudes in this locker room. Like I want to go show them I can play too. And and again, that's just my my biggest thing. Like you know, D Hop is you know had no drops last year. You know that that is crazy. <laughs> is that so, good? That, that is special. <laughs> so again, that seeing how special he is, you know, it 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 gives me an excitement into me. It, it just makes me excited. It just makes me like okay, you know. Whenever you know he's at practice, let me let me show him like you no, know, I don't drop nothing either. Or, <laughs> or seeing Will, you know, speed and route running. You know, I'm so I'm like, okay, you know, he he's fast. So, you know, I'm not four three three fast, <laughs> but you know, let me show him I can run too. So I just you know, want to show the guys in the room that you know that you know I can compete and I can you know help this team at every level. What would you say? Are you more of an outside guy? Or you play inside slot? What uh, what have you kind of done in your past the most? Uh, I've been always more of a slot guy just because of my uh, my height, but. You know, I feel like, you know, with my my talent and you know, my willingness to learn, I can play, you know, slot, outside, you know, in any position that, you know, I'm asked. Well, that's, a, I mean, the Texan system, with that kind of Patriot system, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, they use the slot guys a lot. We saw Kiki QT get going last year. So that could be great for you. They throw the ball a lot inside. That's how the offense is designed. Yeah, uh, again, Kiki's one of those guys yeah. that, you know, coming in I knew he was really good so you know every time I'm at practice you know I like to watch him just to you know kind of see what moves that he uses and you know just every time he does a move that's real good you know I always look at him and I kind of do a little motion like you know I'm putting that move into my bag so (laughs) well we'll be back next segment we have Floyd Allen Houston Texans wide receiver I love the way it sounds you see how I hesitate because I love the way it sounds I love that you're making your dreams into a reality and that's what we do here every single Sunday morning you're listening to Mondayline ESPN 97.5 welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5 was where you can find us just a squad in the building on a Beautiful Father's Day at Josh Jordan 97.5, at Carlson Radio, at Jerry Bone Nose, and we have a special guest in studio, Texans wide receiver Floyd Allen, at Legendary Grind is where you can find him on Twitter. We spoke a little bit last segment about the transition to Ole Miss and seeing those big names, those big name receivers, and you saying, you know what, I belong as well. And then now you're transitioned to seeing guys like Hopkins. But my question is, I know that playing football throughout your lifetime you've played with many quarterbacks but what's it like playing with Deshaun Watson uh practicing with him and getting to see his mind his beautiful football mind that he has what is that like um honestly it's pretty dope uh to see how much you know he loves the game and see how smart he is is it's kind of different um I've always had pretty good quarterbacks and but just seeing him and like seeing him in motion and seeing him like call out coverages and switch up plays and stuff like that and like missed up, you know, we got only got like 24 uh, second, no, not 24, but we know we only got a, a certain amount of time. So, and I'm just seeing him change the play, change, look at the coverage, change the play again. I'm just like, man, he's seeing all this so fast. And I'm just like, and I only got to worry about, you know, my, my route and, you know, just knowing if he changes it, but he has to worry about everybody. So I just think that's pretty dope. Yeah, no, I can only imagine Watson. We know that he's very intelligent, but being in that huddle, that's a whole different story. Yeah, and, you know, Deshaun was coming off the ACL last preseason. You know, this year he's healthy. He's getting all those extra reps that he didn't get. You know, he had to kind of 
take it easy. We wanted to make sure that knee was okay. Are you seeing him progress? Is it coming on fast with him? I imagine it is, all the all the repetitions he's getting. Uh, for the most part, again, he's just, you know, just doing what he does. He's just, you know, one of those players who's very special. So, you know, just seeing him, you know, in motion is always just, like, pretty dope to see, you know. Again, like, like I said, I, I find myself just watching him, like, you know, during uh, meetings and seeing how he calls it out, see how he sees everything. It's just like, man, dude knows what he's talking about. Like, dude, this is crazy. He's a leader. Yeah. A guy that you can follow mm-hmm. to, the, to, the, to the war. You know what I'm saying? He, he said, we're going to run through a wall. We're we going through full speed. I love it. Floyd Allen, Texans wide receiver in studio. You have any questions, anything you want to shoot at him, any off-season Texan stuff that you want to – because what's, what's the next step? Training camp, when does that start? Uh, training camp starts uh, towards the end of July. I start sweating just thinking about that because it's going to be hot. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. But you're a Houston guy, so you're well accustomed to it. Oh, yes, sir. I'm, I'm used to the, uh, the Houston summers, you know. They get they get hot, you know. So hot outside, you know. You can fry an egg on the concrete. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what's next in the world of Floyd Allen. For everything that you've gone through, all the grind, all the struggle, is there something that you maybe want to do as far as giving back to the to the fans? To maybe not even the fans, just to somebody maybe out there needing help uh, to the homeless, you know, people. Uh, is there something that you have planned? Uh, nothing as of yet. You know, again, there's a lot of things I want to do, but you no. Know, again, right now I'm pretty much you no. Know, Locked in on football, you know, just doing my best, trying to, you know, be an excellent teammate, you know, make the 53-man roster and just help the team in any way possible. But, you know, again, you know, giving back to the homeless, uh, I always said that, you know, I wanted to start my own camp, you know, for, you know, kids back in my old neighborhood, you know, who who are really talented, you know, have, you know, tremendous talent, but, you know, don't really have an opportunity to showcase their skill. And, you know, for me, when I was in junior college, you know, I had talent, but, you know, it was hard to find places to, you know, showcase my skills. So, you know, why not, you know, use my platform to, you know, help somebody out that, you know, you know, get an opportunity that, you know, that I've been, I searched for when I was in junior college, so. And I say that loosely because I don't want to make it, like everyone out there listening, you know, I try to be a realist and I don't want to make it just, let's concentrate on the homeless because it was only for a few weeks. That's just a part of the, uh, the recipe that took you to get here. Uh, it, it's more the aspects of how you said coming up, you know, maybe not all the way wealthy and needing more opportunities coming up. And, and you know, there's probably kids out there right now that, that can ball, that got, some, that got some real skill and maybe don't have the, the opportunities others do to get to the level because of money-wise or, or, or saying, you know what, I have to stop chasing this dream. I got to go get a real job. When you went to uh, to Old Miss, you had a coach that reached out to you when you were at a junior college, right? Is that correct? Uh, coach Peeler? Yeah. Yes, sir. Talk about that, like how you guys kind of reconnected and then you ended up at Old Miss. Yeah, Coach Peeler, that's my guy right there. Uh, I remember me and a teammate, uh, Connor Miller, we uh, drove like six and a half hours up to uh, Cal Berkeley uh, for a junior college camp. And, and that, that goes the whole story about the neon hat and – uh, I remember, you know, after we got done, you know, he was trying to get all my information, and you know, we kept in contact for about a couple of weeks. Then, you know, then all of a sudden, I seen the headline that you know they, he had got released from his job. So, you know, I know on how that is. You know, I just you know sent him a message. Then a couple of weeks later, after that, you know, I seen he got his job at Ole Miss, and me in my head, I'm thinking like, you know, Ole Miss, SEC. You know, if you're not six foot and up, you know, there ain't no chance that you making it there. So. You know, I just shot him a message like, hey, coach, you know, congratulations on getting a job, man. You deserve it. And 
maybe I think like a couple of days later, he hit me up, hit me back saying like, "Hey, Floyd, man, I heard uh, I heard the news about your injury because I ended up getting injured uh, my going into my second season of junior college." And he was just like, "You know, right now we don't have any scholarships, but you know, if you're still looking for opportunity to play, you know, we would love for you to walk on at Ole Miss." And when I seen that, I was I, I was in shock because I was like. And this ain't no way this for real. Like, I'm thinking, like, I had to go check his page again, make sure it wasn't a fake page. <laughs> I was like, man, ain't no way this is real. And, you know, once I found out it was real, I remember, uh, like, a couple of my teammates that I was staying with at the time, they just seen me running around the house. It's like, what's going on? What's going on? I was like, man, I got an opportunity to walk on that old Miss. And, again, they were, they were happy for me because, again, you know, we all come from the same struggle, so you know, once one person, you know, yeah. gets a little bit of success or you know, gets an opportunity to chase their dreams, then they, then we, it seems like a win for all of us. Exactly, so. exactly, and that's what it's about. Again, when I heard your story, I said, "Hey, that's a win for all of us if we get him on here," because it's real simple when you tune in on Sundays and you see these stars. But there's a backstory to all these guys. They they came from somewhere. And we're so glad to have you on here today on a Father's Day Sunday, Floyd Allen. Shout out to your uh, to your to dad, pops. yeah, for sure. Happy Father's Day to him. And like I said, thanks again for coming in. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, just finally, I would like to say, you see the NFL now that the guys that aren't six three two twenty are making a huge impact. Guys like Odell Beckham and Antonio Brown. What do you think it is? Is there is the NFL kind of moving that way? That might be good for you. Like you said, you're not one of the, the huge guys like DK Metcalf, but it looks like the NFL, they're utilizing those guys a lot more now. Yeah, and I, uh, that's probably one of the biggest things that, you know, like, again, that gives me, you know, a little bit of sense that, you know, I can play at the outside. Yeah. Again, Odell's not, you know, six, he's not six foot three or nothing like that. Neither is Antonio Brown. So, you know, seeing guys like that, you know, at those statures, you know, be very successful, you know, shows me like, you know, I, you know, if I put the work in and, you know, I, you know, show the coaches like, hey, you know, even though, you know, he's about 5'10", let's put him out there. You know, we know his skill set. You know, he can run routes. You know, he has good releases and he can catch the ball. So we put him out there. We know for sure, like, hey, you know, he's going to win that battle out there. So no doubt. Are those two of the guys that you like to watch? Are there any other receivers you like watching in the NFL you're a big fan of? I'm, I kid you not, I'm a big fan of, Almost everybody, because uh, I feel like everybody has a part of the game that makes them successful. So for me, you know, I'd like to take things out of the, their game sure. and just add it to mine. So like guys like Keenan Allen, yeah. Stephon Diggs, you know, Odell, Antonio Brown, like guys like even Hop, like seeing how how well Hop catches the ball and see how he makes hard catches look so easy, it just made me like okay, let me let me try to you know work some drill or something like that, or just seeing how he you know and you know I would. Looking forward to getting the chance to really just sit down with him, talk to him, and just figure out you know, how does he make everything look so easy. So, have you had time to be able to sit down and talk to him and maybe pick up a little bit of uh, tips from him? Uh, not, not as of yet. You know, our schedule is so you know concrete and compact that you know you got to be here at a certain time, you got to be there at a certain time, and you know the vets, you know they leave a lot, they leave a lot earlier than the rookies. So, you know, I haven't got a chance yet, but you know I'm really looking forward to it. Well, we got 
the story that I wanted to get out to the people. I told you we needed to get this story out. It's a it's a story of belief. It's a story of uh, keep fighting for whatever you want in life. If you believe that you were going to get to the league and that you were going to get there, however it was, whether it was having to work at McDonald's, uh, how you, I've heard about that, how maybe sleeping in your, what was it, a 2,200 cord? Yes, sir. A 2,200 cord, just lay it back. Hey, you were sleeping good because... You knew that you were about to get up the next day and and, and lower look for ball. You know what I mean? You knew that that was in your future and the future is now the present. Everyone here at the station is now on behind you. I, I say from the Moneyline squad, I appreciate you showing up today on a Father's Day Sunday. And I can never thank you enough for that. I'm Team Floyd. Yes, sir. Thank you again. Thank you all for the opportunity. I'm glad to be here. All right. Thanks for swinging by. 